Hey, what's going up, you guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Infinity Boxer Watch. I'm your Infinity Boy, Anthony, alongside your boxman, Banana Man, Brian. Brian, what's going on? Nothing much. How are you on this day? I'm doing good on this day. On this day, I see clearly. Um, anyway, welcome to the Black Panther Wakanda Forever slash Andor Episode 10 podcast. Uh, this is going to be a nice big, big boy episode, unlike last week. That was 15 minutes. Um, because we got a lot to talk about. Uh, but before we jump into that, we're going to do real quick news in the news. Brian, James Gunn is on the Mastodon app. He's tooting. And the first thing he did was post a picture of Lobo. And then, for some reason, Brandon Davis had uh, Jason Momoa in, in, uh, at an interview and was like, Hey, did you see that toot about Lobo that James Gunn put out? And Jason Momoa was like being mad coy and like shady and he was like i don't know what you're talking about he was i don't know my favorite comic book character everyone knows who my favorite comic and people are like is he gonna be aquaman and lobo that's weird it is weird i don't uh i don't like it people were like well there's some people that are two characters in the mcu and none of them are important like their second character no it's like it's minor yeah it's like oh Gemma chan was uh uh, one of the kree and then it was like oh uh so who was it somebody else was somebody small before they were big or there's there's a couple of uh of people that are like that and it's just like no like he's aquaman aquaman is a big character you can't just be aquaman and lobo yeah, like it's it's a member of the Justice League and one of the biggest villains. Yes. That's a lot. Yes, it's very um, true. Yeah, like Marvel, Marvel's reused a couple people. Like I didn't even recognize some of them. Um, yeah. Like you said, it was Gemma Chan in Eternals. It was Kenneth Choi was like a couple characters. Yeah. Like it was like random army goon three, yeah. not mm-hmm. like a big character. Yeah. Um, Mahershala Ali, I guess, is the biggest one. Yes, and that's even you could just explain that away as multiverse. Yeah, so uh, like Lobo's awesome, and Momoa would probably be fucking awesome as Lobo. Mm. But then I just wish they didn't use him for Aquaman. Yeah, for like four movies, he's in like four fucking movies as Aquaman. Like they'd have to change how he looks completely. Yes, which Lobo does look different, but I don't know. Then. Lobo's not taking on the Justice League. No. And if he does, it's going to be real weird. Yeah. But maybe they're going to do this. I don't know. They've maybe... I don't know. It's it's obviously not confirmed, but it was very... Like, Momo was being very tongue-in-cheek. Like, oh, guys, like you know who my favorite character of all time is. If you just, like, Google it, it comes up. So we'll see what happens. And I'm like, you're Aquaman, dude. Yeah. But hey, if it works right. out for everyone and it's not super stupid, um, I'm be alright with it. Yeah, but it's like, very I love that they're love Momoa, love Lobo. I just think it's going to be distracting. But if it's not, touche. Yeah, if it happens. And with that, Brian, who? What do you want to do first? You want to do Andor, or do you want to do Black Panther? Oh, Andor. I'm not. I'm not doing Black Panther <laughs> and then coming. Coming to Andor. Back to yeah, Andor. That makes sense. All right, Andor episode 10. It was Look. a big uh, fight or flight scene. I call it, it was a not scene, trash this week, but. No, it wasn't. There was still, for some reason, a lot of Mon Mothma. I don't know. It was 
still a flawed episode, but there was better stuff. Really, only the flawed part is the boring Mon Mothma stuff. I I didn't even understand. Like, other than, like, we'll just get it out of the way here. Like, she had a meeting with, what, was that a senator, another senator, or whoever the fuck he was? Yeah, the wealthy thug. Yeah, and he was just like, oh, yes, I will help you as long as my 14-year-old son marries your 13-year-old daughter. And I'm like, did they need to put this in this episode? Like, you know what it is? It's it's kind of like they can't write anything for Star Wars without saying, all right, what's the political angle going to be in this world? Yeah. Like, trade routes were boring in Phantom Menace. There's other boring shit in like every single trilogy and iteration. Now you're bringing us like uh, arranged marriages in the Senate. Like, listen, stop. Listen, we were just getting over the, the prequels. Like We were just getting jiggy with the prequels in the last like five, ten years. Like, don't be bringing it. Like, we didn't ask you to bring it back. We're like, all right, listen, it wasn't that bad. We're we're, we're digging the prequels. We're digging them. Had Darth Maul. At least. Yeah, like we're 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 fucking with them. We're fucking with you. Prequels weren't as bad as we thought they were. We're we're dope. We're cool. And then they bring Mon Mothman to my life. And like, thing is, we said this in like episode five or six. The show is great, aside from these shitty side plots. Like, yeah. the Andor stuff is really good. Yeah, the Andor stuff is always the best part of the episodes. And then it's just, it goes to Mon Mothma, or Cyril, or Mebo, and I'm just like, oh, fuck me. Let me get a drink while they're talking. Thank God, I didn't, was, did I miss Cyril? I, I didn't see him on this episode. Maybe I blacked no, out. No, he wasn't in this No, one. okay, good, yeah, they at least got that out of there. Um... Yeah, let's rip through this and yeah, we'll gloss over the boring shit. Um, so, end of last episode, Kino's totally on board with trying to escape because they learn no one's getting out of here. They just they tell people that they've escaped and they move into another floor or another unit. Um, so, Endor wants out ASAP. He's like, let's revolt like tomorrow. It's got to be tomorrow. And like, he knows back and forth on it, but eventually he's like, yeah, what are we waiting for? Let's do it. makes sense. It. He's like, listen, they'll never be as vulnerable as they are today. And, like, if they are, you can't count on it. Yeah, pretty much. Um, so before we go through their whole escape thing, I'm just going to do every other fucking storyline in this episode, because who cares? Yeah. Um... There's a whole thing with the ISB capturing that rebel pilot that they actually wound up having killed because it's like double espionage happening there. Uh, so the the Empire and, and the Rebellion, they're, they're still aware of each other but still trying to hide from each other. The ISB kind of sucks. Yeah, obviously. Um, there was one brief scene I wrote who the fuck cares in my notes. Like Marv is not taking her meds and Bix is just oh, yeah, that was popping the around, around sad like, about it. Yeah, the one big scene in this episode, she's like, oh my god, Marva's like not taking her crazy pills. And that was it. That was it, that was, yeah. And then you have like that... Like how did it not get cut? Yeah, and like they showed the spy was there, and she was like looking at them, and yeah. Yeah. So stupid. Um, and then like you said, Mon Mothma meets with Davo, that wealthy thug. He's like, nah, I don't want your money, just marry your daughter to my son. And uh, we'll be good. And Mon is like, nah, we're going to kick you out of here for even suggesting that. Yeah. So you look, I don't fucking kill you right now. And that's it. The rest of the, the rest of the episode is the prison, which was all great. Yes. 
Um, so they want to revolt, and Kino's on board. Everyone else is on board after the Lair Known's getting out of here. Um, Andor's been cutting this pipe for a couple episodes now. Yeah. And when they bring someone, they start to bring someone new onto the floor. And only like two or three guards bring someone new, and the floor is like 20 or 30 uh, prisoners. So they decide to use this to their advantage. Andor finally cuts through that pipe. Um, It is a water pipe. Water bursts out of there and uh, starts slowly flooding the floor in the whole area. And at the same time, they, they start throwing shit and attacking these guards. Um, it's just kind of a long and fun scene of them revolting. Yeah. Uh, um, they try, to, guards fly, are way they try to fly the floor, but the water stops it, breaks it up. Yeah, they, uh, they get through, they, they're like climbing the rafters, but you got it. They're climbing the rafters. Yeah. They, uh, they get some guns. They just kind of keep making their way through all the floors and all the units and getting all the guards to join them. And they keep more and more overwhelming all of the, uh, the prisoners join them and they overwhelm all the guards. Um, they shut all the floors off so that they can't be fried again like the other facility was. Um, all the prisoners get released. They get to like the main uh, facility. Kino gives this great speech to everyone uh, when he and Andor take over the command center. And um, they open basically the exit for them to all jump to freedom. Yeah, they're in they're in the middle of like seemingly an ocean. Yep. And poor Kimo was like, I've never swam before, I can't swim. I hated that. I think what it is is they're they're gonna bring him back in season two and like it's like why wouldn't him and Andor escape together? Like they're like the dream team, right? Like they get lost and then he'll eventually be back in season two. Like I hope he's back. It's, I think it's that not was a pretty obvious. It's right? Star Wars. Like, like they leave it so like open ended. Like, oh, did he drown? Did he make it? Did he? Yeah, yeah. Something? And then uh, like in season two, it'll be like Andor's in trouble. What's gonna happen? And then you see Andy Circus come around the corner or whatever, and it's like, oh yeah, there he is. He made it. And that'll be great. Yeah. But I was sitting on my couch and I I laughed out loud when he said he I can't yeah. swim. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. They needed to separate uh, them. I understood it. I was like, "Listen, it's you know, it doesn't make I sense. Get it. it doesn't make sense for them not to leave together, right? Like they're like they're the dream team." I would have preferred something different. Like get him shot, and we find out later he survived. I don't know. I can't swim. Later. Oh, shit. I hated well, it. Goodbye. I hated it. <laughs> um. Then there's one final scene at the end. You guy Lonnie. Yes, uh, uh, Luthen um, takes the call. Yeah, Luthen talks to to this guy Lonnie about like, Miro, and she's still looking into what happened on Ferrix because there's nothing better to do. And um, Lonnie wants out as his role of like ISB informant to Luthen, and Luthen's kind of a dick. He's like, "Nah, I sacrificed everything to get here. There's no out. Yeah, you don't get out. You don't get to go out." Uh, that's pretty much it. I really like Luthen. I think he's kind of a dick, but I know he's he's fighting the good fight. Yeah, it was good. I appreciate it. I liked the episode. It was good. 
It was a good episode. Uh, they really need to get Mon Mothma killed or something. I'm sure something's going to happen to me. It's, she's so boring. Like, ugh. But people love the show. They say it's the best Star Wars has ever been. Yes, people love it. I think it's okay at best. Yeah, I think it's fine with a lot of flaws. Yeah. Um, but Andor and Kino are great. Yeah. Like we said, Andy Serkis, just the best. Yes. I believe they made him CGI for most of his life. That's just how good he is. <laughs> He's too good to be a human. Make him a creature. Yeah. Gotta bring him down to our level. Alright, Brian, you ready to talk about uh, Wakanda Forever? Hell yeah. Best movie of Phase 4. Oh my god, I love this movie so much. Um, came out November 11th here in America. Uh, it doesn't have a uh, release date here on Wikipedia for the rest of the world. But it was great. Um, and we'll just run through it. Ryan Coogler returns. Ryan Coogler is the man. Um, you know what I was watching? Uh, I do want to give him a shout out. Um, the score is um, Ludwig. Uh, I don't know if you remember, Brian, but uh, a long time ago, we saw Ludwig live in concert uh, when he was uh, the guitarist for Childish Gambino. Childish. Uh, yeah, so that was a. Uh, we always we could always say that we before Ludwig was like this huge uh, Disney Marvel composer. Uh, we saw him live in concert, so that's always cool to me. I always like to shout him out because he's uh, dude, the the stuff he did in this the 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 score of this movie, like obviously the score fucking won like the Oscar for the first one because he was so good. Mm-hmm. Uh, he should get another one. Um, the score in this movie was amazing. So I just wanted to shout out Ludwig. Um, I didn't realize like him and um, Ryan Coogler like went to college together or whatever. That's how they know each other. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, that's how they know each other. They've come a long way. Yeah. Um, uh, imagine, I will say, imagine being like BFFs with like Donald Glover and Ryan Coogler. Like, what a life! What a, what fucking, life. What a fucking life! I um, I will say, I I was not pumped to see this movie. Yeah, I was like, it's um, gonna be good. It's Black Panther. It's always good. But I was like, you know, it it didn't have the uh, big of, it didn't have the big event feel like some of the others did. But you know what? No, it's good because you know, Doctor Strange was a little disappointing when you really think about it. Yeah, and I will say I, I was wrong. I think I forgot how good the first Black Panther was because I haven't watched it in a couple of years. Yeah. And um, also the it being over 240, I was like, that's a lot. The first thing Catherine um, said when we left, she's like, I really, I want you to know I really liked the movie. I thought it was really good. She goes, that was long. I was like, yeah, it was three hours. I was like, you know. But to me, it didn't feel long. To me, neither. Me neither, honestly. I felt like there was, was there was a lull yeah. in the middle. I think because I was so into it and it was great and the storytelling and the acting and the score, like the whole thing, it was, it was perfect. The whole thing, yes. like the everything went seamlessly together. But um, um, I think like when Namor, we'll get to it, but when Namor is like telling Shuri about like his history and stuff, there was a little bit of a lull there. But you had to do it, right? Like you have to do that little flashback. Yeah, for, yeah, you know, you know. Kurkutkan. Uh, anyway, that's like a big thing on TikTok right now. Everyone loves Baku's. Uh, they do not call him general. They do not call him king. They call him Kukulukan. He crushes it every time in Baku. I love him, Baku. Um, anyway, yes. Um, so um, uh, just to run through the cast real quick, uh, just fantastic. Um, 
Letitia Wright with Shuri. Uh, Lupita Nyong'o returns as Nakia. Danny Gurria. I never say her name right. Gurria was a Koye. You know her, Michonne. Yeah. Uh, Winston Duke, uh, Mbaku. Um, Florence Kasumba returns as Ao. Uh, Dominique Thorne was my girl Riri. Love her. Um, Michaela Cool was Aneka. Uh, oh man, poor no more. I'm gonna ruin his name. Uh, Tanak Huerta Mejia oh, I didn't that sounds right. was uh, Namor. Uh, Martin Freeman returns as Everett Ross. Uh, Julia Louis Dreyfus had a big role for first really yeah. big role as Valentina. Um, and Angela Bassett returns as Ramonda. Angela Bassett, incredible in this movie. Um, so that's your that's your main cast. Most of everyone except for uh, like Riri and Namor are returners. Um, and uh, yeah, just grow. I think we obviously just you know obviously everyone knows Chadwick passed uh, in twenty twenty. Uh, really, it ruined a lot of people. I remember. I, th- I don't know if we were on a Zoom or I remember like sitting, we were on like a Zoom, right? I remember sitting on, yeah. on the couch and where we were like doing whatever we were doing during the pandemic and it was just like, holy shit, this news just passed that Ch- Chadwick Boseman died? Like what? It was like what? It was like, fucking excuse me? Mm-hmm. And at that point it's like, oh shit, did he have COVID, blah, 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 this and that. And it's like, no, he was just struggling, man. He was He was quietly sick for a very long time. And uh, it was devastating for a lot of people. A lot of people. Um, and they try to honor him in the first scene, you know, with uh, writing him out, his, his unfortunate death uh, in the movie. Um, kind of mirrors what happened in real life. Um, and then they, uh, Sherry can't save him. And they do the beautiful uh, memorial funeral scene for T'Challa Black Panther, which it really, like, you know, if you're, especially if you've seen this in the theater, it really kind of feels like you got to go to maybe Chadwick's funeral. Like it was, it was, it was some nice closure uh, for the fans. I think I felt like yeah, it was like, to see, like we the, get to the, say goodbye to him the too. Funeral, the dancing, the, the the memorials, the the art, and all that stuff. Like it, it was, it was. I feel like that was very good closure, at least for me personally. I was like, you know, who's always such a big fan of Chadwick? I thought he he was a great actor, um, and he was very important in Marvel. Like his. His stuff was always very poignant, very, uh, very well done, very uh, hearty. You know, like how do you forget? You know, Civil War, his his scene with Zemo, and you know the black, the whole Black Panther movie yeah. with Michael B. Jordan and all that stuff, all those scenes. So he really brought yeah. it, man, and uh, he's very missed. And we got to celebrate him right at the beginning of the movie. And yeah, no, I I agree. It's like we get to say goodbye to him in, in the way that we knew him. Yes. And then when um, that's done, they jump to one year later. Yeah, so you get uh, some more political stuff. They're just, just all over the place. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, everywhere wants vibranium from Wakanda. Um, they were like, so, T'Challa said we could have some. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, there's, you know, there's people like, there's a scene of some people trying to come in and steal it, uh, which is cool, and they get, they get easily handled, and um, they're, you know, in court just kind of saying, like, the brain is ours, we get to do with it what we will. And, like, meanwhile, in Wakanda, 
Shuri's working on this heart-shaped herb. She's been working on it for a while. Um, like a synthetic one. Yeah, like a synthetic one. They want a new, new um, Black Panther to defend Wakanda because they're like people are attacking us. Even the government's after us for for, for vibranium. Um, so you know, they they basically just are getting attacked from a couple different areas. And out there, the CIA has this vibranium detection machine thing. Um, they don't even, like, believe it's possible. They don't know where the hell it came from. And there is potentially vibranium underwater. So they go searching for it, and it's, like, this big, um, this big, like, I don't know, freight boat whatever it's called, a ton of people on it, um, and there's two people underwater, and they find what looks like vibranium, and they have this big detection machine, and all of a sudden they are attacked. One of them goes missing, uh, the people on that they're communicating with can't hear them anymore, the other one goes missing, and the people on the boat start to see like little, little heads pop up out of the water. And I thought I saw it in one scene, and I was like, oh, something weird in the water. And then they go back to it, and there's like 30 of them. And they do this like hypnosis speech like a, like a where siren, they. Like a siren song, right? Like they always like. like yeah, pretty like, much. Like the lore that you always hear, like if there were mermaids, like they do like the siren song. So it was like a hypnosis yep. kind of siren song. Yeah, and anyone that hears it just walks off the boat right into the water. Um, And it reminded me of Avatar, all these blue skinned people, but I looked past it. Um, they storm the boat. Better than Avatar. Yes. Um, so they storm the boat. They pretty much kill everyone. Um, one of the one of the leaders of the expedition thinks she gets away in this helicopter. They're flying. They're like, "All right, we're good. We flew out of there." And then we meet Namor, they're who's like, got wings on his feet. How are we being pulled back right now? Oh, I know how you're being pulled back right now. Namor's awesome, that's how. He just slams the helicopter down into the water. He's got wings on his feet. He's sexy. He's cool. And uh, this whole expedition is stopped. So they did not get vibranium because they were stopped by whoever these people are. And the CAA is pretty sure it's Wakandans because they're like, we were searching for vibranium. We were attacked. Of course, it's the Wakandans. Gotta be. Um, so Namor, he obviously knows about Wakanda. He knows about vibranium. So he goes to Wakanda, just sneaks right in, which shocks the hell out of Ramonda and Shuri, who are sitting by the water chatting. Get you. And uh, he's like, listen, you showed the world vibranium. This is all your fault. We were fine before you did that. So get me whoever created this device to find vibranium, or we're going to destroy Wakanda. And it was, uh, it, was there, like, it was interesting too because um, at one point she's like, "You can't have vibranium. How do you have vibranium?" And Shuri goes, "It's all over him." She's like, he "Yeah, so he's covered in it. He's covered in vibranium." And she and Ramada goes, "Oh shit, yeah, you're right." Yep. So it's even shocking to them. So they're caught off guard. They're also thrown by how easily he got in here into Wakanda yeah. to confront them, and then mm-hmm. um, like the device that they used 
Oh, yeah, uh, she, the they left the it there. Yeah, 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 they turn around. They go, how the fuck did they put that there? Yep. Very sneaky, very strong. Um, clearly, they're thrown off. So, uh, they contact Everett Ross, my man. And um, they he he's like the Wakanda liaison. Yeah. And they learn through him that um, MIT student... Named uh, Riri Williams made this device that can detect vibranium. I saw people on uh, on like Twitter and wherever are all pumped because MIT is now mentioned again. Yeah. I'm like, Who, who's going there? Uh, uh, Zendaya, MJ, and, I think. Uh, the other guy, yeah, MJ and uh, I can't believe called for Zendaya. MJ and Ned. Uh, yeah, so they'll they probably connect or something. They should have been there, honestly. I, they should have had like a little cameo, like very subtle in the background. Maybe there was, and I missed it. But they should have just had yeah. them sitting in the background hanging out. Yeah, why not? Yeah. Um, so we meet Riri Williams. Um, Shuri and Okoye go there uh, to get her. She's very thrown off by them just rushing into her, uh, into her dorm, but that's pretty funny. Um, Okoye just has... No subtlety whatsoever. <laughs> they uh, they get her. They are chased uh, by first by the government. Well, they go um, to her. They go to her garage. They get her. They go to her garage, and they're going to take her to Wakanda. And then the FBI is on her on them. Yeah, the FBI is on her for this. They know about this seeking device, obviously through Everett Ross. So the FBI completely surrounds where they are. In uh, in this garage, and she's like, "You guys take the car. I'll get out of here." Um, so they take like a car, a motorcycle, and Riri gets in her creation of what looks like an Iron Man suit. Yeah, it's and, a garaged Iron Man suit. Yeah, very Iron Man one, Iron Man suity. And uh, the FBI chases them. They are able to get away from them for the most part until they get to a bridge. And then Namor's squad emerges from the water under the bridge. And there's a cool fight scene here. Yeah. Koye is, is such a good yeah, dope. She handles half of them. And then uh, she's got like the, the main one of Namor's warriors that came there to, to fight them. Eventually it's just too much. Um, so well, they because they came they 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 came back alive, and she was like, well, yeah. "How is that possible? I murdered all of you." <laughs> so they um they get the upper hand. They take Shuri and Riri to their underwater uh, world, which they don't call Atlantis. I saw it specifically because that's what it is in DC. Yeah, I get it. They didn't want to just people would even though. I did do the do the do the math. Um, Namor the Submariner is uh, introduced before Aquaman. It's just Aquaman kind of became more popular. Yeah. So uh, they they did it first, but uh, they, in the movies they were like, "Ah, we're not gonna do it like this." Right. We'll just call it something else. So uh, they bring them there. Um, Underground. Uh, this is this is where I think the movie had a mild lull. Yes, because you're now going to learn. You know, Shuri is down there learning uh, the ways of the um, Talakans, and uh, you get Namor's whole backstory and stuff like that. So, yeah. 
It was good. Just it's the lull in the in the two hour there forty was minute movie. Lull when Namor goes to Shuri, I am a mutant. So that was cool. Yeah. No, they they just dropping mutant things here and there. Second time, second time think, someone's been noticed as a mutant, so that's the thing. Yep. Yep, so they're learning all about that. Um back in Wakanda, Okoye is no longer the Dora Milaje. Yeah, Romando was just like, You lost my daughter? Fuck you, get out. Yeah, she's like, I'm not gonna lose my other kid. Well she already did. Um she's like, I gotta get a so real, they get, She's like, I gotta get a real person to get, get my daughter. Yeah. So they get Nakia. Um you know, since the blip she left left Wakanda, she's been out of there, she's been in Haiti. Uh, explains what happened and needs her help to get um, Shuri and Riri out of uh, out from from Namor. So um, Namor, you know, he wants to join Wakanda against the rest of the world. Very similar, kind of like a Killmonger feel there. Yeah. Like it's us against them. Yeah. Um, he brings Shuri. You know, he puts Shuri in one of those suits that they got from the beginning of the movie and. Yeah. It's to see Talo Khan, and it's, you know, it's beautiful down there, and it's cool. And, it's cool. It's no Asgard. No, but it's cool and everything like that. And then he brings her back, and he's just like, they have, like, basically, like, the war talks, right? He's like, listen, you see my people. They've seen you. Like, we're cool. Uh, but we're going to have to just, like, take out every country in the world. And he's like, we could do it together. He's like, well... <laughs> If you're like not saying like nah to me, uh, I'm just gonna wipe Wakanda out first without you, and then I'll do the rest of the world. That's pretty much what happened. Yeah, that, that's that was basically the the terms. Yeah, because um... because first he was just like, listen, first we he's like we just gotta kill Riri. He's like we're gonna kill her, and then we're like cool, and then Riri, and then Shuri's like we absolutely cannot kill the poor woman. Who like didn't even know they were making this thing, right? Yeah. So he's like, okay, fine. Then we'll just have to kill everyone else. <laughs> like, yep. And she's like, oh, well, come on, man. Like these are not good options for me. It's like put me in the middle. Or... <laughs> um. And and after the little discussion, Nakia does show up and save them. Yes. Um. But Namor's like, oh, okay. We're not fucking coming to an agreement. Then I'm gonna do exactly what I said. Well, he meets Ramonda on the beach first. He's like, and he's telling her, it's funny, he's like, if anyone tries to get Shuri without, before I give her back to you, like, we're going to war. And then there's yeah. Nakia stealing her. Yeah, Ramonda's probably like, maybe I shouldn't have sent Nakia in there. Fuck. So he, uh, he comes back, they're gone. And he's like, well, I told her. Well, she's like, well, he's like, everybody get ready. And he has this cool scene where he's like, floating down onto his throne and he's like my friends we're about to go fuck up Wakanda he's awesome yeah and, um, they, and they do they do go fuck the up Talakons easily handle the Wakandans yeah. like they don't you don't really know how to fight against like water folk like it's a whole different plane yeah um so the and they can easily get into Wakanda he did it so they all know how to do it um, so they come in there and they fuck it up pretty handily. Yep, there's some good fight scenes. There's some good, um, there's some water stuff. There's like the flooding of Wakanda. Yeah, he flies up to where Ramonda is I in love, like her throne I love, room. I love the way uh, Namor flies. I was like, he's just. Choo, choo, choo. 
would like to jump. Yeah, little feet wings. Um, Rhonda's staring him down because she's like, oh, he can't get through this glass. Um, he does, of course. Yes. He's got all these like water bombs that are awesome, and he uh, he floods the throne room where Ramonda and Riri Williams are. Yes, Ramonda swims down to uh, uh, to save her, um, but she does save her. But sadly, Ramonda dies. Yeah, uh, poor Shuri, losing everyone. I know. And, um, oh, and then Namor's not the done. Most, He's like, Namor says the most evil fucking shit. He goes, you're the queen now. Yep. Fuck. <laughs> like, wow. Jesus Christ. She just died. So, um, and he said he's, he's going to return. He's like, I'm not stopping. You guys fucked with me. Yeah. No, he's like, I'll be back in a week. He goes, uh, either you're with me or we're going to fight again. Yep. So they have the funeral, so, um, they have the funeral for Omanda. Uh, people start evacuating Wakanda. And Mbaku and Shuri have a conversation like, what are we going to do? Uh, she's like, I don't know. She's kind of like, she kind of fueled with vengeance at this point, uh, Shuri. You know? Um, He's got like a new a new vigor about her and yes. creating this, yes. this herb. That's their only plan. They're like, we need... We need a Black Panther again. He united us before. He he rose he rose up. You know when T'Challa was him. We need someone else to like hold that mantle. That's our only hope against these guys. So, uh, oh, we didn't mention it, but uh, Namor gives her a uh, a bracelet when she's down in Tolkien, and she's like, hmm. they use like this like fish potion thing. Maybe there's some magic in this bracelet, and there was. Yeah. Whatever was in the bracelet Sucks helped her create. More. Yeah, whatever was in the bracelet helped her create new synthetic heart shaped herbs. He did it to himself. Yeah. So um, she's able to create that that herb, and she ingests it and goes to the ancestral plane. Yes, and they're like, "Oh, you're gonna see your um, mom. Your mom's gonna be there. Uh, tell us what she says to you." And uh, who's on the throne waiting for her, Brian? Good old Killmonger, my uh, man. I popped so hard when I saw him. I was like, oh shit. <laughs> the guys in front of me were like standing up and like pumping their fist. <laughs> it was crazy. I did not expect that. No, Killmonger's awesome. Yeah. Um, Michael B. Jordan is incredible. The, this whole scene. Yeah. This whole scene was was great. Where he's like, you're exactly like me. That's why you're seeing me right now. Yeah. She's like, we're the same person, cuz. <laughs> yeah, he's like, go for it. Get Get the revenge. Like, like, absolutely <laughs> murder all of them. He's like, you should get it. Like, do it. And she, she's like, yeah, you know what? You're not wrong. Yeah. I like the way they, yeah, I like the way they spliced it because, like, they don't show you the end here. She comes back from the astral plane and, like, she lies to Nakia and, um, and Riri, and she's like, I didn't see anybody. It's not right. But then, like, she punches something, then it goes flying, and they're like, well, it obviously worked. Um, it worked, yeah. Um, but then later in the movie, you see the end of her conversation with Killmonger, and uh, yeah, she's kind of like, "Yeah, fuck it, I'm gonna kill Namor for killing my mom, and I'm gonna kill all those people, and it's gonna be great." So, yeah, kill, kill Ramonda. You know, she's still pissed about T'Challa dying. Obviously, she's uh, she's got some anger in her. I don't blame her. Yeah. 
Um, so she, uh, you know, they got like this whole like musical interlude here. Everyone's getting ready for battle. She's she's like hyping everyone up, and um, they also started making new armor, the Midnight Angel stuff. Yes, which is cool. I feel like they underused it in the eventual fight. Yeah, yeah, like I, like they sh- they like they didn't. Like in the big fight, which we're gonna get to, it's like on the on like this big ship, and like you have all the Dora Milaje there and stuff like that, everything like that, and then like they like call for the Midnight Angels, like all right, it's your time now. And I was like, oh, they should have just been there the whole time. Yeah, but I get it. They wanted to have like a when, view for the suit and everything like that. Like when they got there, I don't know. They didn't really do much with the suits. No, it was kind of just like, oh, um, they're cool and they're badass, and it's a Koye and um, Nekia. So. So, everyone gets prepared to go to war. Um, they do have this ship that can go on the sea, and they fly out, or they sail out to a Talacan, or yeah. where they're going to meet yeah, the Talacans. You know, after she becomes the Black Panther, she's just like, we're going to go meet them. Like, they said they were coming to us? No, nah, we're going to them tomorrow. Yep. And, and she has this, like, scene with M'Baku where he's just like, is this, like, the best idea to, like, be, like, vengeful and going out there and she's just like if you don't come I'll fucking kill you yeah, pretty much. she's like you're coming I need you you're coming tomorrow and he does need him he's awesome and he's just like alright yep. he's like yeah I'll do it and when this this fight starts you know it's kind of like ah shit here we go again because the Talacan's like they're climbing up this thing they're using the siren song again um, but the Wakandans, I mean, they're ready this time. They're able to yes. knock them back into the water. They got the spears going. Um, even when they're rushed, they're probably better fighters. Yeah. Um, but it's it's a cool long fight. Riri's got her uh, her special new armor for this. Like she people she made like, the little heart symbol. Like people are like, why did she look like a Power Ranger? And I'm like, that's why it was great. <laughs> I mean that's her suit is a that that's her suit. It is what it is. Yeah. It gave an iron heart shout out when she did like she cut a little piece of iron into a heart shape. They didn't really do anything with it. Yep. Just a little little nod to the fans, I think. Um she's cool, she's flying around. Um Namor and Shuri obviously go right for each other. Yes, and um they're able to lure Namor into like this uh, this little ship that flies out of there and has these heat lamps in it. Ah, uh, yes. They were like, if he if you take all the moisture out of him, he won't be as strong. Yeah, he's he's a water dweller yeah. who can happen to breathe on land. Um, so they do that. Um, they they're able to get him in the ship. They fly away from the fight. Otherwise, the fight is basically just Wakandans versus Talakans, yes. and they like trade the upper hand back and forth. Um, Shuri and Namor basically get to this desert where she wants to fight him. Makes sense. That's pretty dry. Okay. And they chat a little, but mostly they just have like this gritty desert fight. Yeah. Uh, they they both hit pretty hard. Uh, he slammed her a couple times, but he's like he's weakening. You can just tell being in yeah. the desert, he needs water. And he, uh, he she is her, uh, pretty good. 
Yeah, he like impales her. Yeah, he stabs her pretty good, and um, he's like, "Okay, I gotta get to the water." He's like very, he's very hurt. Um, yeah. And Sherry yeah. is just like, "Fuck it, I'm gonna walk through this impale <laughs> this this fucking stick." Black Panther's stronger than all of us. Yeah. And uh, so she uh, she gets herself unimpaled, gets in front of him, and she just. Earns the motherfucker. Not only did they, you know, they, you know, did she like get through it? I was like, they show you. It was real gross. <laughs> it was like, damn. She's yeah, like, it was brutal. She, she's gonna feel that tomorrow. Yeah. Um. Anyway, there, there's an explosion. He gets burned. That's the last that his body can take. He needs water. Yes. And so she, she could have just killed him. Yeah. She gives him an option. She's like, listen. She goes yield. And be done with this and go back to Talcon and let me handle the earth shit, like the above the surface shit, or I'll kill you. And he's just like, oh, I'll yield. Yeah. Smart. I get it. Yeah. Um, so, yields. Um, they go back. Basically, they, they are like the leaders of each side, yes. so they tell them they fly, each side they, respectively. They fly back, and as they're flying back, like, it looks like the Wakandans about to have to be pushed into the water, but uh, they call it off. Yeah, because the boat's about to flip almost. Yeah, they call it off, and uh, we all go our separate ways. Yeah. Um, uh, Namor, Namor's cousin, Namora. Uh, she's pissed about it. Yeah. Oh yeah, they go back to like you know they're doing their end of the movie stuff here, and uh, they show Namor. Uh, like doing like fan art of his fight with the Black Panther, yep. and she's like, "How dare we yield to those people? Like we had them." And he's like, "Listen," he goes, "The surface world is going to come for Wakanda, and they're going to need our help. And when they do, we'll be there. But until then, we'll be here, and we'll be fine." So it was like half like, like you know. You know, we'll be alright, and it's like half like, we can still fuck shit up. Yeah, pretty much. Um, and then we, we just got a couple wrap-up scenes. Yeah. Um, Riri goes back to MIT. They don't let her take the cool, The we're not going to have the cool Power Ranger suit in uh, Ironheart series, unfortunately. No, nah, she'll have to make another She's one. She's like, that's like Wakandan tech, so like, it's got to stay here. Yeah. And she's yeah, just like, oh, I guess... Yep. And um, we didn't mention, but Everett Ross got uh, arrested for working with the Wakandans. Yeah, uh, there the was a lot back. of like Valentina and uh, Everett Ross stuff. Uh, she bugged uh, the beads, Shuri's beads that she left behind at the fight, like early in the movie, which he was yeah. using. He was using to communicate with Ramonda, um, and she's like, "Yeah, I bugged it," and it turns out like they were married, uh, Valentina and Ross. Um, yep. And she had him arrested, and um, they're taking him to prison at the end of the movie, and uh, Okoye saves him. And she opens the door, and she goes, Colonizer in chains? Now I've seen everything. Yeah. <laughs> Which was a great line. Okay. Lovely. She's the best. Um, so he gets rescued, and Shuri winds up going back to... Haiti. To Haiti, where she burns the... Uh, Burns the robe is like a final way to say yeah. goodbye to uh, the T'Challa. Yeah. 
which she didn't do earlier. Yeah. Um, but and she doesn't now. Rob did it, and she was like, "This is stupid." Because the whole thing is like Shuri doesn't really even believe in the astral plane. She's kind of like, oh, yeah. she's like science over faith. Um, but she went to the astral plane, so she definitely knows it's real now. Yeah. And uh, so I like she, I like how they started and ended the movie with nods to T'Challa. Yes. Yeah, they did like a little nice little like uh, when she's burning it, they do a nice little uh, montage of like yes. his scenes uh, where he's like smiling and happy, and it's it's sweet. Everyone's crying. And uh, and, and Mbaku wants the throne for some reason. Yes. Well, that's true. They never. Here's the thing, right? And it makes sense. You know, Shuri is the Black Panther, but she's not queen. Like they they never anointed her queen. Like that was the thing they were talking right. about when they were doing the evacuations. They were like, we still haven't elected a leader. You know, blah blah blah. Yeah. And it's very clear. Like Shuri doesn't want to be the queen of Wakanda. She kind of just wants to be the Black Panther. So. Yeah, I think we're gonna next time we see Wakanda. I think Mbaku's gonna be the king, which is great because he's the best. I do love Mbaku. Yeah. Um, uh, and then we get a mid-credit scene. Yeah. So first of all, uh, I'll probably end. Uh, I'll probably sneak it in at the end here. But uh, so they end the movie with the Rihanna song, which is just if it's possible, it's a ballad that's a banger. But <laughs> like it's it was like it was great to watch the credits roll to that, and then yeah, you get the mid-credit scene. Yeah, um, just one, just one mid credit, no post credit. Yeah. You only needed one. And I'm sure he's sitting on the beach, and Nakia comes on over. You know, she went to go visit her in Haiti, um, but she's got a uh, little boy with her. And Sherry's confused, and she's like, "Who's this?" So she introduces him as Toussaint, Toussaint, and. Nakia's like, say hi to your uncle Sherry, uh, your aunt Sherry. And uh, Sherry is thrown by this, uh, but you can see her face as she pieces it together. And uh, we learn that. He says to her, he goes, um, you know, Tucson is my Haitian name. And she goes, oh, what's your other name? And he goes, Prince T'Challa II, and just literally everyone in my theater like started clapping and crying at the same time. <laughs> and I was like, oh my god. Yep. Uh, I mean, I don't know if that'll be anything, but the T'Challa name lives on. I was told by TikTok to read Black Panther number three? Something? I'll get it. I'll Maybe I'll tweet it. Um, there is... They're like, after the mid credit scene, read this book. And I was like, okay. So I'll go back to that TikTok and I'll, maybe I'll tweet what, like, that's apparently, like, where everyone thinks uh, a third Black Panther movie would be going. So. Yeah. Yeah. And that's it. We wrap it up then. That's it. I gave it a nine. Yeah. My first reaction was like, perfect movie, 10 out of 10. So I'll just keep it at that for now until I rewatch it. When it comes on Disney Plus, which I've been doing. I mean, there's not many. You know, I've been on sick leave from work, so I've just instead of like watching new stuff, I just started kind of rolling through some Phase Four stuff that I've wanted to rewatch. And uh, yeah, yeah, rewatching stuff is cool. Yeah, there's some I should see again. Like I was trying, Steph asked me before what Eternals was about, and I was like, you know, that's a that's a great question. Good question. So I'll, I'll rewatch them. We are the rewatch podcast. Yeah, we are the rewatch podcast. 
I felt bad. I texted you. I was like, listen, I was like, I have a lot of shows that I haven't started yet that are on my queue. Brings of Power haven't started yet. Sandman haven't started yet. Uh, I have. I wanted to watch uh, League of Their Own with Nick Offerman. And yeah. I just, you know, I haven't been around to it. And then I decided to watch movies, rewatch movies that I've seen already. So that's just, that's a me thing. There you go. But anyway, follow us on Twitter at AffinityBoxRW. Uh, that's where we'll be tweeting stuff out. That's our good stuff over there. Um, next week we'll be back with uh, Andor episode 11. I think that's it. That's all we got. We have two more episodes of Andor. Um, so we'll be back with just that. So check that out. Check us out on the podcast apps, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, iHeartTheRadio, I Love the Radio, uh, iTunes, wherever you get your podcasts, we're there. Check out my wrestling podcast, at TIR Wrestling on Twitter, all the same podcast apps and Spotify for that one. Um, that's going to do it for us here. Um, we'll be back, like I said, next week. Brian, do you have anything to say before I let Rihanna play us out? No, I got nothing for these people. All right, we'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Lift me up. Hold me down. Keep me close. Safe and sound. Keep me safe, safe and sound.